You are listening to Roquandia Radio. Everyone, Bruticus here from Roquandia Radio, wishing you a wonderful Thrills Day. I hope y'all's weekends have been going very, very well. I know mine has. I finally figured out how to take care of those pesky, pesky bees. I planted more flowers in my neighbor's yard. <laughs> Though, ninja planting was a bit difficult. So, I, hi I had to hire a group of individuals to assist me in my ninja planting stunts. These people are known as Nintaku's Ninjas. Yes, Nintaku's Ninjas. Over on 82nd and 17th southeast of Parishioner Center. If any of you are looking for. Uh, no number required. If you need them, you will find them. At least, that is their slogan. So, thank you, Nintaku's Ninjas, for assisting me in my bee removal. Or bee transference? Yes, bee transference. No bees for me. They all go to my neighbor, Bob. Screw you, Bob, if you're listening. It was me. Now, to some weather. Now, on the plains of Thermopolis, over in Ioosphere 323-B, there currently is a swarm of jellyfish approaching. Now, people of Thermopolis, please remember to keep all your doors and windows shut tonight. The jellyfish are coming. Bring in all pets, barn all animals. If there's a furry chipmunk you enjoy in the yard, bring it inside. Find a way to rescue as many birds as you can. The jellyfish are approaching you. They will be there any hour, Thermopolis. Their neural toxin will send you into a fantasy-like, fantastic event. It will be the greatest acid trip you've ever experienced in your entire lives, Thermopolis. And while you are tripping out on the ground, they will lay their embryos inside of you, Thermopolis. You will be dead within weeks, sprouting more jellyfish to join the swarm. Remember, tomorrow morning you must burn all that shiver on the ground in pure acid ecstasy. For fear of a new swarm approaching in three weeks' time. Yes. So, Thermopolis, uh, even though the experience of being stung by one of these jellyfish sounds appeasing, I don't think it is appeasing if you get stung by thousands simultaneously, and then they lay their eggs inside of you. Not pleasant at all. But, let's move into some more pleasant weather phenomenons. Yes. It is springtime here in Roquadia. And as I've said, the bees are out and the flowers are sprouting everywhere. 
the drought storm has passed us by, and with a small decrease in our overall water supply, we, we will find a way to make it better. So sprinklers will only be used three times a week now, instead of the maximum of 20 times a week. I know, I know. We will have to make do. After all, not much water to save anymore. That old moon drank it all in one big, cloudy gulp. It was crazy. Just kept going in. He just absorbed this entire cloud. Now the old moon is twice as big as its normal self. Many here on Roquandia are believing that the old moon may not actually be a moon. May not actually be a dead body at all. Or at least a dead body of spatial matter in the form of a sphere. We think it may actually be a living thing. And all previous activity hints to this. But we're not sure yet. We have to send a scientific expedition to the old moon to determine if it is in fact living. We are right now raising money for the prospect. Please send us your money to help us, Roquandia, investigate the old moon and determine if it is or is not a living thing. Because then that determines how we should approach what should happen next. And honestly, if I was the new moon, I would be terrified right now. Because it hasn't, the old moon hasn't shut its mouth and the new moon will be coming round any week now. Well, I think that is all for phenomenons and current events stuff. I'll leave y'all with our musical guest stars today. Our musical guest who inexplicably appeared through a monitor which is now emitting snow. You know, like that, uh, that, that, that snowy stuff that shows up on a screen, but... This isn't an analog screen. This is a digital screen. How how did you how did you do that? My secrets are my own, and I am just here to play some music. So I'm going to begin now. That was terrible. I don't know what just happened. One more, one more, one more moment. There we go. Oh yeah, oh yeah, beautiful. about the lettuce, I'm talking about the carrots, I'm talking about the celery, I got all that carrots,
farmer trying to get me, the farmer trying to get me down with all his running around. Yes, he's running around. He's got a hole in another pipe on pulling his hand. Trying to get me, trying to get me. But I'm a rabbit, as you see, I do trees. Yes, 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 yes. Rabbits hop around the farm. We hop around all day long. We just enjoy our lettuce and our fresh vegetables. Yes, 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 yes. So, a girl rabbit the other day, she asked me if I'd like to hop in play. I said, yes, I'd love to. But you see, I can't hop around because of these. Wonderful cabbage patch that I found high in the snatch. Rabbits and catches, yes I do. I'll eat cabbage till it's through. I am the rabbit that loves my cabbage. I am a rabbit that loves his carrots. Rabbits hop around, farmers come and pound, try to get me. But he's too late, you see. Habits hop around, hopping all down. Rabbits hopping, 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 rabbits 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 hopping, 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 well, I hope you enjoy my little song about my times on the farm. Well, so long. You see, that farmer's coming after me. I'll take this cabbage. Oh, all right, and the little rabbit's climbing back up into the, the screen with the snow crashing, and, well... Not, not, not the weirdest thing I've ever seen on this show. <sighs> I miss working in the warehouse sometimes. Verticus here. I hope you enjoyed listening to Snow Crash Bunny and his bunny hip-hop. Well, I have some great news, listeners. It seems that the coyote has finally caught the Roadrunner. Yes, yes, we are reporting it here to you first on Roquandia Radio. The coyote has caught the Roadrunner. Turns out, he proposed. He's been trying to for 40 plus years. And the Roadrunner accepted. So, three cheers and a meep for them. Hip, hip, meep, meep. Hip, hip. Meep, meep. Hip, hip. Meep, meep. All right. On to some more interesting news. Maybe just some wonderings. Like, you ever wonder why tree toads meep? Sometimes I wonder. Out of all the noises one animal could make, why do they make that noise? Well, thought-provoking, huh? 
think about it to yourselves while I just go on this broadcast. Next, we will have Cassidy with a man named Hoblitz. Apparently, this Hoblitz is something called a Hudor. I think, I think that's Hodor. No, no, it's not Hodor. It's Hudor. It's Hudor. Oh, damn! There's that crab again. Get out of here, crab! Get, get. Well, it's a Hudor then. All right. I hope y'all enjoy Cassidy's interview. And remember, and Taku's ninjas. They are the only ones who can swiftly plant a lawn in the dead of night. Cassidy here. Just hoping that you've had a very nice metal brocks. I know I have. And today we have with us a very interesting individual. He doesn't really like rain, but he enjoys the fires of creation. So I have lit some for him. Please sit back and listen as I talk to my dear friend Hoblitz and his time in a city called Ultimir. Hoblitz, if you please. Alright, yeah, 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 I got it. Alright, alright. So, my name Hoblitz. And uh, I'm a huge dwarf. I was part human, part dwarf, part elf. Wouldn't call me a pretty, pretty person, but I call myself what I is. That's a huge door, because it is what I is. And uh, I like we we talking today about Ultimir. Now Ultimir is a, it is a city yeah, that is uh, that is pretty unique. See, it uses um. Uh, gravitational runic technology to invert the gravity of uh, of the basement if you will it, it, it's in a like a peninsula bit that hangs over a deep ravine so most of the city is actually hanging underneath this peninsula and uh, looking down upon the bottom of the ravine when there's a beautiful lake of fire and lava and massive lava river I I dare say it's half a mile in width. It's it pretty, 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 pretty place. All the jewels and encrusted what's-its that you see all around you. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And the auto-defense turrets do keep the dragons at bay. Dragons, you say? You, uh, you have dragons in this odd place called Ultimere. Well, yeah, yeah, you get them dragons, darkness dragons, and horrible, hard things. They feast off of the blackness of the sky. Well, I mean, it is the sky when you're in Ultimir, because you're looking up and you're seeing the roof, but the roof of the ravine is actually the floor. And uh, Ultimir is also a weird place. It's it's set up in such a way that it, it's geologically sound. Now, geologically sound means that it's got the ability to uh, handle earthquakes, if you will, and other seismic activities. Yeah. 
I helped I helped create some of it, but most of it I I had no no idea, especially the 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 time shenanigans that occur there, yeah, the crazy time shenanigans, T time shenanigans you say, tell me tell me about these time shenanigans. Well well it's got a we got the ability time in Ultimir moves much much differently than time outside of Ultimir. Uh, the, the original creators of this ancient dwarven kingdom, they believed their their city would have a better chance of lasting forever if uh, if it could drop forever down by a fraction. So, um, so in layman's terms, uh, one hour inside of the Ultimerian grounds of the country is actually 43 hours out, outside of Ultimir. Wait. So, if I went out and did something for almost two days, and came back to Ultimir, not an hour would have transpired? No, that, that, is, that is correct. And, and if I spent in, say, say 24 hours inside of Ultimir, are you then saying that, that I am... Terrible at math. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not so hot at it either. Yes, I am saying that uh, if you spent 24 hours inside of Ultimir, you are indeed terrible at math. I, I can't lie to you on that one. I, I think you are. Because, I'd have to say that with, with seven. No, but. Yes. Possibly. Would it be... Would it, no, don't hurt yourself now. Now, no, 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 I've got this. I've got this. It's, uh, it's, it's gonna be 200, no, no, 301 hours. Oh, yes. Yes, you're all right. That took you a good long time to do. Are, I'm so happy you are in this type of job and not actually in the engineering field like myself. Oh, you're an engineer, you say? Yeah, yeah, I'm an engineer. Yeah, yeah, I build things. I use, uh, I use all sorts of magics and whatnots to to make uh, massive weapons of war or or armors to protect yourself or or even just beautiful cities like Ultimir. And it's other sister cities, you know. They had the agricultural city, named it myself. You know, the industrial city, named, named that one myself too. And, and the residential city, I named that one myself as well. Well, wait, wait. Ultimir is a city and a country that consists of four cities? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimir is a city named Ultimir. That's the capital of Ultimir. It's Ultimir. And then there's three additional cities, the agricultural, the residential, and the industrial. Uh, I figured if you named them like that, people wouldn't get it confused. Well, I suppose not. Do, do they ever build anything in the agricultural? No! No, that agricultural is for growing things. That's, it's in the name. You know, you grow things in the, in the industrial city. That's what you do. Ah, well... I feel enlightened about this exchange. I hope you have enjoyed your time with me, 
and I really want to speak with you again. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'd love to speak with you again. Um, if you don't mind, we can go to a bar. I can get us there in a, like a, that, you know? Ooh, you have that too. I love that, doing that. Yeah, let's go together. All right. Well, on three then. One, two. And we're back, dear listeners. Bruticus here again. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Cassidy and Hoblitz. A huge war, huh? Never never even heard of a huge war before. But that sounds pretty interesting. I think it is pretty odd, too. One, one second, dear listener. One second. Almost got him, listener. That hermit crab. I'm going to catch him one of these days. You never catch me! Yeah, don't listen to him, listeners. I'll get him. Now, well, you know, it's the end of the show, listeners. And I have enjoyed your listening to me so far. I'll leave y'all with a few closing things. I recently had a chance to speak with my blind friend again. His name is Almond, by the way. And old, old Almond, I, I asked him, How do blind people cross the road? Well, you know, he told me straight up, he like, the same way everyone else does, we use our damn feet. And I, I replied, don't be, don't be a smartass now, Almond, just... Just tell me. I want to know. I'm being curious here. I'm not trying to be a dick. And so Almond thought about it for a second. And he's like, well, I put on a lot of confidence. And I march across the road with my cane. And I go, aren't you worried about cars? He's like, well, you mean those uh, those those driving lawsuits? I suppose I'm a... He, I, he, he said, I suppose he's, he, he, he's fearful of them a bit. But... That's why he carries pennies in his pocket. And I went, pennies in your pocket? What do you use those for? Went, well, you know, those people that always turn right, and they don't seem to be paying attention, and you're going to stand at a street corner for 20 minutes waiting on all these cars that keep turning right. I found that if you throw a penny at their window, they'll screech to a halt, lickety-split, you can go ahead and start crossing the road. By the time they look around and see a blind person crossing the road, they never think that a blind person was one that threw the coin at them. And I go, Almond, oh, Almond, oh, you're you're devious sob. You know that, right? You you throw pennies at cars. Does it work? Works every single time. One time I had a person. And he tells me one time he had a person get out of the car and actually yell at him. And then a police officer nearby yelled at the person about getting out of their car in traffic. And he kept walking. By God, listeners, I love talking to this guy and finding out his stories. Because, you know, he does see the world differently than the rest of us. He sees it as a bunch of people being inside of air-conditioned little boxes able to listen to their own music. I have to agree with him. I enjoy my little air-conditioned box where I can listen to my own music. But if I had to be on the street, listening to other people's music, smelling their exhaust fumes and dealing with the heat, I'd be ornery, tell you what. 
Well, listeners, I have a new sponsor to bring to you today. Yes, the new sponsor is Waco Waffles. Now, Waco's Waffles, they are the waffle company that destroys the competition. Literally, if if they find out there's competition nearby, uh, they they will hire some some hitmen to take care of that. They exist in Iosphere 47... Which, uh, on Iosphere 47, there is an Earth-like planet that exists. That, uh, its country realized that the citizens were the country. And that the government was consisted of the citizens. And one day all the citizens just stopped listening to the government. And realized that when everyone stopped listening, no one could tell them what to do. And that the power was imaginary the entire time. Though that now has led to it being a pure free state where you can hire hitmen to take out your competition. Like Waco's Waffles has cleared its competition. If you want waffles, Waco's is your only option. And if not, it will be soon. Waco's Waffles. Coming to a town near you. Only. Well, that was a fun sponsorship bit, listeners. I enjoyed it, and I hope you did too. And I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Now remember to tune in with us in a few days, and we will bring you more on the wacky weather and the wacky events that occur throughout the universe, I. I mean, after all, anything can happen anywhere, just so long as anywhere consists of infinity. Goodbye for now. List. System volume, 0%. You have been listening to Roquania Radio.